You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f*** with future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Frida's world. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. And as always, I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful week so far. So my week started off a little rough. Um, we're four days in. And I haven't been feeling the best. I was actually sick for the last couple of days. Um, But I am happy to report that I am feeling a lot better. Um, I'm feeling a little stronger. I think I had, it was a combination of a cold and like, I think it was more like a sinus cold. I was in Florida over the weekend officiating a friend's wedding. And I think the temperature change just kind of threw me off. That and the fact that JetBlue's AC is literally... I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what their agenda is, but the AC was crazy. It was literally like, I don't know, 20 degrees on the flight there. It made no sense. Um, but that's what was happening. So I think that in combination with the weather, because every single time I go to Florida, I always get sick. It never fails. Um, so I think that those two things together created this i don't know this pathway of sickness i think there was also somebody who might have been you know hacking off a lung on the plane and so uh, you know you're trapped with these germs so i wasn't feeling well at all um but like i said we're a couple days in now i've been taking some medications drinking some tea so i'm starting to feel a lot better it's more so weakness now because i haven't really eaten much i didn't have much of an appetite um, so I think that is, you know, delaying this, the speedy recovery because I'm not necessarily being well nourished, but aside from that, um, I think I'm fine. <laughs> so, so that's, so that's how my week is going so far. Um, I don't recall if I talked about this on this platform. I have another platform called according to RP. So I'm not sure if I talked about this, but I am now a wedding officiant. Well, I've been a wedding officiant. I've been a minister, actually, since July of this year. And I know some of you guys are probably like, what the hell's going on here? How many things do you do? Well, I am not out here. I'm not out here creating a church. Like I don't have a church. <laughs> I'm not doing anything like that. Um, but one of my dear friends from college got married or what were. Let's back up a little bit. Um, had planned to get married and it was really a joke that turned into a reality. Uh, he talked about, we talked we were talking about his wedding and some, I guess the officiant part came up and I was like, Hey, I'll do your wedding. But it was, it was really a joke. But then a couple weeks later, he's like, so about that. And I'm like, I mean, if you're serious, I'm serious. So I ended up getting licensed through the universal life church and, um, I'm, I am now a minister. I dubbed myself Minister Tata because my nickname is Tata. And it was kind of a way to be a little lighthearted about the situation because people were like, oh, you're a minister. I'm like, I'm a, I, I am a minister. Yes. According to the, the Universal Life Church. But I really did so so that I could, I could officiate my friend's wedding. But apparently there are a lot of perks with this thing. I can um, baptize people, I can bless homes, I can actually um, conduct funeral services, I can essentially do anything a minister can. I, I have The power is now vested in me. 
Do I plan on uh, baptizing people? No, I, I do. I do not believe that that is my calling or my ministry. But the whole wedding officiant thing is very interesting to me. And I actually really enjoyed it. I mean, I felt very honored being given the opportunity to even marry my friends. And, you know, it's funny because a couple of years ago, myself and another friend, I think we attended a wedding together and we both were like, you know what, this would be such a beautiful thing to, to be able to do, you know, to marry people. Um, and, you know, we'd like to do it one day. This was like three years ago. And I did not pursue it because that wasn't really something that was in my mind to do. It was just like, oh, this would be cool to do. And like fast forward, now I'm a whole wedding officiant with a wedding under my belt. And I have another one booked for next year. So I don't know. You know, these things happen out of nowhere, out of the blue. And I am a true believer that when you put things out in the atmosphere, if it's meant to happen, it will happen in its own time. So am I quitting my job to be a wedding officiant? No, but I actually really enjoy it. Like I put a lot of thought into it. I've always been, you know, pretty good at speech writing. And, you know, I don't know. I just felt like this is something that I could really do. And I actually put a lot of effort into it. I put hours into making sure that what I'm saying is reflective of the couple um, you know, of what their desires were and are and whatnot. So I don't know. You guys, uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Should I hold? It's funny because like, a lot of the people that were at the wedding were thought that I was lying when I said this was my first time ever doing a wedding and they actually asked me for cards. So I don't know. You guys let me know what you think. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about this wedding officiant thing and how, how far it goes. But um, before I get into my highlight of the week, um, I just definitely want to um, say that I really appreciate all of you guys for being part of my Frida tribe, as I call it. Um, this podcast is starting to grow. You know, it's it's one of those things where it takes time. Everything in this life takes time. And sometimes, you know, we're not the most patient when it comes to things, to, you know, getting where we need it to get. Um, but I definitely appreciate the love and support that you guys have given me. I have a lot of new followers. I have a lot of people, you know, communicating with me in my DMs and I'm forming some genuine relationships you know, through my Instagram following now. And I just really want to take this time and tell you guys, thank you for being part of this journey with me and for also helping me grow for, you know, for all of you who are sharing my posts, resharing my posts, you know, adding, adding um, Frida's world, you know, to your stories. And, and I mean, I really appreciate the love and support. And I feel like the only way that I can truly grow this podcast and to truly get it to where it needs to be is through your help. You know, I, I can only do so much, but with you guys subscribing, commenting, sharing, you know, even giving me suggestions. I've had a couple people in my DMs lately who were like, hey, you know, I've listened to some of your shows and I think that this would be a really good show to have or this would be something that you could talk about. And I'm just like, yes, like I am so open to any recommendations, any suggestions. If you yourself want to be on the show, I am definitely open to that. Um, so thank you so much again for all of your love and support. So I said before the highlight, but before I get to my highlight, um, I just wanted to also 
talk about you know what the show's going to be about because sometimes you know you only have so much time to really captivate people right and I might have missed my window but either way <laughs> um, so today's show is going to be really really great I have a awesome awesome young woman who's going to be uh, my guest today by the name of Theodora uh, Ulysses or Ulysses you know me and her had this conversation. There are so many ways to say last names, but I say Theodora Ulysse because I I know the proper way of saying, you know, French names. Um, but she is the founder of Women and Company, which is a platform that is redefining society one conversation at a time. And I came across her Instagram, you know, several months ago, and I was like, huh, who is this woman and company? And you know, you know, she knows some people that I know and I see her, you know, being featured by one of my friends. I'm like, who is this girl that I've never met before in the Haitian community in New York? Because I, I, I tend to, you know, get around and figure out who's who, especially within my community. And I had never seen her before. Um, so I did a little research on this women in the company and I'm like, this sounds like a pretty dope platform, especially for younger women. Um, who's really, you know, who's in school, just trying to figure life out, trying to come up in this game. And I felt, felt like it was a really, really great platform for, um, for women um, to, you know, really, really thrive. Um, so she's going to come on the show and she's going to talk a little bit about who she is. She's going to talk about women and company, how it was started, what's the aim, what's the goal, what's the vision, what's the mission, all of that. And um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So definitely stay tuned. Um, do not turn off. <laughs> do not turn off the show. Do not put it on pause. Stay tuned to hear all about Theodora, who also goes by Teddy. Um, and just learn more about her and her journey. And hopefully you guys get inspired by the work that she's currently doing and the work that she aspires to do in the future. Um, but before we get into the meat of the show, I want to share my highlight of the week. And I feel like a lot of times my highlights tend to like sound alike, but I kind of go off of inspiration. It's my highlight of the week, right? And maybe, maybe in several weeks in a row could be the same highlight. You know, who's, who's, who gonna check me, boo? Um, so this week's highlight for me is really, uh, really dwelling on or really being reminded of the love and support that I have from my friends. I believe that I, this might've been a highlight before, but it's a highlight again, like I said, um, because a lot of times we go through things in our lives and we, we feel like we're alone or we feel like people don't notice or we feel like people don't care. This is just how we are. We're human. We're, we're built this way. It's just, it is what it is sometimes. But, um, you know, this week I was talking about how I wasn't really feeling so well on Instagram, um, some of my friends knew that I was away in Florida officiating a wedding. And it was just, you know, it, it was just great to get these text messages, these DMs even from people that I, you know, I'm just now forming relationships with asking me how I'm doing, you know, wishing me, wishing me well, hoping that I feel better. I mean, just this morning at like 6 a.m., I got a text from one of my, um, you know, dear friends talking about that, we, you know, a dear friend that I don't talk to as much as I should. Um, but he hit me up and was like, hey, Tata, you know, how are you feeling? Are you feeling much better? And it's like, oh, you know, people are 
it reminds me that people actually people are are actually paying attention sometimes you know when we're in the hustle and bustle and we're moving around and you know a lot of our communications and and connections with people are so surface nowadays um even with myself like it's not like i plan for it to be like that but just because of the way we're moving you know we we don't take time to really cultivate relationships the way we used to a lot of things are surface and, or it feels surface at least. So you don't really expect people to remember things. You don't expect people to check in. You don't expect people to really be as involved in your life. So it's always a good reminder when, you know, your friends are actually like, hey, how was the wedding that you officiated over the weekend? Like one of my girlfriends um, who, you know, she's a new friend, but she has proved to be a you know a very good friend so far and and supportive and that's exactly what you need in this life people who are supportive who are in your corner regardless of how long you've known them I mean I have new friends that are replacing old friends like that's just how that's the life cycle but she hit me up and was like how was the how was the wedding and then she hit me up again when she found out that I wasn't feeling well like how are you doing are you feeling better are you feeling okay and so for me that really meant a lot because it's like wow you actually do care you pay attention to what's you know going on it's you know same thing with one of my other um very very dear friends too like the moment like he knew that I wasn't feeling well like he checks on me every single day making sure that I'm doing okay making sure that I'm not stubborn that I'm taking my medication or that I'm drinking tea or that I'm doing what I need to do and my makome shout out Stephanie makome translates to my god baby's mama (laughs) for those of you who don't know it's a creole word um but she sent me a picture of a tea box the other day because she knows that i'm having issues sleeping as well too and she's like i hear that this tea is good (laughs) so these are little things to some people but they're they mean a lot to me because sometimes i sometimes i i don't feel connected and and a lot of that is probably on uh, you know i guess my fault because i'm always moving around and so um i mean that could i think a lot of it is 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 my fault um the lack of connection but i sometimes i feel like i'm not connected and that i don't expect people to really be like hey how are you and actually mean it or re- remember that i did something or follow up so my highlight of the week is is really just you know being reminded that there are people out there who actually care about the little things. You know, it's not always about the big things, but the little things matter. And it's the little things that really, truly um, let me know that, you know, who my friends are, you know, who's really in my corner and who's there to support me. So shout out to all of my peoples in these streets. Hit me up, following up, sliding up in my DMs. to find out how I'm doing and to also just, you know, follow up on the great things that I'm doing in life. So that is my highlight of the week. So without further ado, everyone, the meat of the show. All right, everyone, I'm here with my very special guest, Theodora. Theodora, say hello. Hello. How (laughs) are you? Now, right before we got on, we were going over how to say your entire name. (laughs) So I don't want to mess it up. Please let the people know what is your full government name. (laughs) So so the Americans, we know how to say it profoundly the Haitian way. Mm -hmm. It's Theodora Ulysse Joseph. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very regal, very strong name. Very strong. I like the name Theodora. When I saw I know I think I called you Teddy the first time because I had seen your Teddy's journey. So I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe she likes to be called Teddy. And then you had to reply Theodora. I'm like, oh, I'm going to stick with the Theodora. You know, <laughs> honestly, like Teddy is more like, 
I like my brand name, mm-hmm. but it, it all depends on what platform I'm going on. But either or is fine with me. I love okay. both names. Like it's like Teddy's my like my house name. Mm-hmm. Like oh Teddy, you know. <laughs> but like either or is fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like I like that name, Theodore. I've always Thank liked. You. There's certain names like Eleanor, like you know, like older What's names that are just very regal, like they're timeless. Yeah. So I'm like, man, if I had like if I was up to having more children, no, but I like <laughs> maybe your name. I would have. I like my name too, but I like you know I just like Blair. There's so many names that I like. I'm like, do I need to get pets to get these names out? Like, no. I don't know. But I feel that people give like their names personality. Like your mm-hmm. name could be like rare or it could be unique, but you're the one that actually like make your name pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? When someone gets to know, oh, you're okay. You, yeah. you, you are a reader, <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. So... I know that we, I've been watching you on social media for a little while because I, re, I remember, I think, when you first started following me. I don't remember which platform, but I was like, who is this woman in company? <laughs> I was like, what is this? This is new. You know, mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't seen it before. So I was following and I'm like, oh, this seems motivational, women empowerment. And then I think I had seen something. I think it might have been an interview you had with Fabiola, the founder of Propelled Media. So yes. I'm like, oh, I think she's a propeller. So I was kind of putting all these context clues together. Um, so it was really cool when you reached out. And I was just like, this is great. I've been watching her for a while. You know, it would be great to have, um, you know, a, a di- another person in the same realm of like women empowerment mm-hmm. on the show. Because awesome. um, I've had... A- past guests but none who actually has their own like you know separate platform within mm-hmm. the women empowering world mm-hmm. um so i thought it was really cool so i just wanted to get you on to talk about you know who you are a little bit and also what is this women in company so um women in company um started actually this year and the way it came about was my mentor, you know, you, we tell our mentor all these secrets that we have. Like, I want to do this and I want to do that, but I'm a perfectionist. And he was like, just put it out. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just put it out. But actually, it like we I've been trying to develop women in company since February. Mm-hmm. And I put out my first show in, actually, in May. Didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have like I, I didn't have it together at first. But women in company is a platform where. I want women to just be themselves. And mm-hmm. it's not only for women, because people see women and runaway men, right? Yeah. But it's also for men. It's a community that acknowledges women mm-hmm. and all the things that we go through. And it's a community that acknowledges company. So it's, you know, just understanding society, redefining it, and not just going to the tunes that we've l- learned and just trying to say that, you know, we're going to acknowledge what's going on right now with women in company, but we're going to change the narrative of things and we're going to stand, we're going to talk about it and real have real in-depth conversations. Well, I like the the fact that you clarified company because I'm thinking, you know, like New York and co. Like, I'm like, okay, companies <laughs> maybe because it's a company, right. not necessarily women and company, the company mm-hmm. that they keep, which right. can be men and which yeah. can be. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I didn't even see it like that. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that I asked for that clarification. Thank you. So you stated that you were working on this since February. Mm-hmm. Could you talk a little bit about, I guess, what went to creating Women & Co.? Women & so, Co.? 